Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Stories That Bind Us. I hope you had an amazing week so far and you're enjoying autumn. In Los Angeles, it's not quite obviously as colorful as it is on the East Coast and other places that have four seasons, but it definitely feels nice to have a little bit of that cooler weather going on. And for me, the fall season is always a little bit sad because it gets darker early, but at the same time, it makes me really want to, you know, just have a nice hot chocolate and gather with friends. And I, the holiday spirit is already kind of creeping in. Um, speaking of creeping, Halloween is about to happen and that's all fun. So I just hope that you really reflect a little bit so far on how your year has been and what you've accomplished. And most importantly, if you are happy, you know, because I think we measure so much of our worth on, on our successes and our material gains versus just like, how do we actually feel? Are we feeling satisfied? Are we happy? Are we coming from a place of love, you know, um, and fulfillment versus just, you know, kind of living each day, slaying away, <laughs> slaving away, slaying away. Um, I've been listening to um, Esther Hicks a lot and uh, Abraham and really slowly but surely get a hang of just coming from my my inner being more so like listening to my inner being more so and being more in alignment with the things I do and um, going in my vortex and not necessarily asking for a lot of things but just appreciating what I have and then knowing what I want but not from a place of lack rather from a place of appreciation and knowing that everything is possible. So I wanted to pass that on to you if you're not listening to um, Abraham. It's such a great concept that is so simple, but for me, I've been, you know, into the law of attraction for a long time. I have thousands of books, not thousands, but you know what I mean? I have books and it's one thing reading those things, but then really applying them and making them part of our life, our routine, daily routine, and I think gratitude is basically what Abraham talks about just being in your vortex, you know, really being in that place of appreciation and, and trusting and not coming from this place. I want this and I want that and it's not happening yet, um, which I think I've operated a lot from that place, which they call, you know, um, being in resistance, you know, and just finding the path of the least resistance. So that's kind of what I've been striving for and it's slowly working, you know, just like coming from a place of knowing, of knowing that everything will always work out for us. Everything will be fine as long as we stop forcing things and stop beating ourselves up on all the things we haven't done yet and appreciating more of the things we have accomplished. Anyway, with no further ado, I have an amazing guest with me today. His name is Jerry Reich and, um, we met, he was actually a student of mine. He has an amazing, beautiful voice, but also he had some a very traumatic event happen in his life and he turned it around by writing a book, It's All About Me, which is really about you, anyone who reads the book. And I think it's such a beautiful thing. So with no further ado, here's my guest, Jerry Reich. Hello, Jerry. It is so good to have you. It's been Thank amazing you, since we've I'm talked. Sorry. 
Yes, it's been a very long time. You look great. I'm so happy to see you and talk with you again. Thank you. Likewise, likewise. I, you're so inspiring and you have such an amazing story because you are definitely one of those people that have turned your darkest days around and, and really found purpose in, in meaning you know, versus just dwelling on it and, and, and going down the rabbit hole, you really turned everything around that was happening in your life and made it something positive, contributing to make other people's lives better. You know, with your book, it's all about me, but I want to start from the beginning. Tell us a little bit about who you are and where you've come from and how you got to write the book that everybody should read because it's such an amazing, inspiring book. Okay. Well, I, I come from a very, uh, a varied background, um, music, speaking, writing, uh, law, and you know, working with kids, um, raising my own, and um, you know, until about you know, 10 years ago when you know that big event happened, um, and from there, you know, from there it was just a lot of introspection and trying to figure out why. Why is this stuff happening, and, and how can I make a difference to uh, keep it from happening from other kids? You know, nobody should ever have to bury a child, and that's. Um, sorry, I'm going to get emotional here and there. Yeah, please, um, please, it, it, please tell us. Please tell us real quick what happened because people don't know that. Well, um, my son Derek, uh, we adopted him when he was nine years old, and. Uh, brought him into the house. He was a wonderful kid. Just could not ask for a better outlook. Always smiling, always happy, always looking to explore new things. Uh, and then, and then um, he was very gifted athletically. Um, I, I won't go into the commentary about uh, the foster care system because he couldn't read at all when he came into the house. But he bloomed and he just moved forward with gusto. And then uh, at some point, fell into the uh, wrong crowd, I guess, or needed more or was trying to figure out what was going on in his own life. And it ended up with um, him getting involved in heroin and um, got him clean, got him over to uh, Maine where he became a lobster man and was really having a lot of fun doing that. And then he came back to visit uh, the family and the night that we were supposed to pick him up and have dinner with him, he uh, ended up back in the same place with whoever he was getting drugs from at the time and um, an overdose. And that was, and that was it, you know, got the, got the phone call from the hospital to, to come and, and see him, but he was, you know, we got there and uh, there was always, you know, I hoped, hoped for the best, but yeah. he, he was already gone. I mean, he was on life support for probably three days. Um, but at that point I, I just knew he was gone, but I needed to do, I needed to do something in, I needed to do something to try and make, help his death have purpose, have his life make a difference. And that was part of the reason that with coming up with this book yeah. is to, help try, try and get people to understand, you know, they're marvelous. They're, they're wonderful people. Everybody's unique. Everybody is unique and has something to offer the world. 
and you don't need to go outside of yourself with some artificial stimulus to try and figure that out. It's it's all right there within you, and that's why I named the book, titled the book, It's All About Me, it's because yeah. I, I want the person who's reading it to understand it's really all about the person who's reading the book, and that's that's I kind of think that's what they start understanding once they start getting into it and figuring out who they are and what's keeping them from moving forward and just how much they have to offer this world, you know? So important. It is, it is, and I love that you said he was always happy, always smiling, right? It's sometimes people from the outside look like, you know, they're satisfied, they're happy, everything is good. But there was probably a lot of, you know, damage going on inside that and trouble going on that we didn't or you didn't see and, and also hanging with the wrong people right that's very important like who we surround ourselves with and sometimes parents don't have control over that and it's easy to blame the parents right say oh it's bad parenting but kids are kids and they do what they do and sometimes you cannot control who they hang with or you know the path they take and for you to had to go through that i'm so sorry and that must have been so painful and for you to take initiative and do that book i think is the best thing you could have done to cope with all of that you know to help others that that yes, is well, I'm, I'm hoping it's gonna i'm hoping it's gonna make a difference in, in somebody's life it's, it's just one person right reads it and and gets something out of it that helps keep them moving on the, on the right path for them that's all i can ask for you know yeah it's, it's a big problem even today, you know, people overdosing every day. It's, it's crazy on all these stupid experimental drugs that kids take, sometimes just for fun. They think, oh, it's, it's cool, you know? Right, it's, right, not understanding that it's, the drugs that they have now are so different than they had, than when I was growing up. Not that I was ever involved in drugs, I wasn't. But from talking with the people who are in the know, I mean, one shot, and that can be it for you. That can be the hook, and you're, yeah. you're forever fighting and fighting with it at that point. Right. But to get back to what you were saying before, yes, we all have stuff going on inside. We all we all have this, you know, socially acceptable happy face on all the time yeah. because that's what's expected. Not realizing that the person that you're looking like looking at might have some deep-seated significant underlying issues that they are just struggling with how to deal with you know yeah. and that's part of what this book does as well is to help help people to understand where they come from and how they got to where they are and what they and what they need to move forward so that they're not struggling with those some of those issues yeah and definitely asking for help you know sometimes we are hesitant to ask for help because we don't want to look weak or you know don't want to admit that we have some issues and everybody like you said everybody deals with depression with sad days you know disappointment we all go through that it's just a matter of how do we deal with it right and how do we get back out of it and if you can't do it on your own then ask for help and we should never just do it on our own anyway right that's we are right. meant to be together and help one another for sure that that is just amazing and, and that 
congratulations you just got a, a book deal right with with um what's that company called hard oh um balboa press it's with yeah. uh, hay house hay house uh um publishing publications that's, Publication. that's the word i was looking yeah. for yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and switching it up a little bit so besides the book the way we met is through singing and you have a beautiful voice and i love that you actually you know you, you do it's funny you do the lawyer stuff which is like totally on the other side and then you do the creative which is amazing you're doing really both like a well-balanced person you know um and using both outlets because i think we all have creative creativity and sometimes people think we don't you know they think oh i'm i'm in law and that's just who i am but everybody has that other side of them that needs to be really explored and used to really feel fulfilled you know where have you been singing and tell us about your singing your singing path a little bit more uh mostly at, at church but i do have i do belong to a, a five-person ensemble it's called kirtan kara and it's a little it's a little different it's a pure bhakti devotional meditative call and response with music uh it, it's really an experience that helps helps allows you to really get in tune with that inner that inner side of you uh whether through joining in or just sitting and meditating and just listening it's it's really had a profound effect on uh, a lot of people that have that have attended mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and where's that happening um, our next one is going to be at the Santa Clarita Center for Spiritual Living in, in Santa Clarita, Canyon Country, on October 26th. I invite everybody to, to attend. There, there's a cover fee, but we, you know, it's a donation. It's a love donation. We never, we never tell anybody, no, you can't come in. Right. That is beautiful. And where do you live right now? Tell us about your, your, your law career and what, what's been happening in your life, because... You told me just a little bit, which I think is cool. Yeah, I'm, well, I live in Valencia. Uh, we're planning on um, moving to Virginia to a, a, a less, less stressful environment. But oh. in the meantime, I work uh, for the Paris Law Firm, which is in Lancaster. And uh, it's funny, you, you, you mentioned that there's two, appear to be two ends of the spectrum. One is law and the other is music. And, and that's correct, but there's a lot of creativity involved in the law practice as well. I mean, you have to come up with the arguments, and you have to know uh, the um, you have to know what you're what you're doing and what you're looking at in order to try and be successful on behalf of your client. So yeah. that's that's what I do during the daytime, and at night I do music and I read and I write, um, hoping to do hoping to do some more uh, publishing sometime in the near future. Mm -hmm. and um meeting wonderful people like yourself who have mm -hmm. i tell you what you have had you had the most profound effect on my singing abilities that i can possibly imagine and I just thank you so much Aww. for allowing me to learn from you the expert on this because it was just uh people just were amazed at the difference between when i was started started wherever I was and then how I progressed. It was just, um, I need to give you that feedback because kudos to you for Aww. putting you through all those exercises. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know what it is? It's you, you are 
thankfully also a very open-minded person because I think singing is so mental, right? It's, it's so much about psychology, about how we hold ourselves back. And it's like the little subtle things that can change everything, like the jaw relaxation, right? That we went through, the yawning sensation, just letting go a little bit more. And so you already came in with such a well working instrument, you know what I mean? And, and you had already like great foundation. So I thought it was like really easy to work with you. And you're also like so open-minded to do silly things, right? Like the tongue exercise and stuff like that. <laughs> Where, right. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the way we grow, right? When we allow ourselves to just be silly. And, and, and I feel like, and we've experienced that a lot in our lessons where it's all about fun at the end of the day, you know? Because if it's not fun, right? then what's the point, right? Because sometimes... Yeah, well, that's, really... Go ahead. That, that's, how life, that's what life is supposed to be. You're supposed to have a wonderfully joyous and happy life and not get stuck in all the quagmire of, of being down on everything, you know? If, if you're not having fun, what's the point? Exactly, exactly. I've been practicing that a lot where... Um, I don't know if you listen to uh, Jerry and Esther Hicks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Abraham and she, Abraham always talks about, you know, just being in the vortex and being in a feel good state. And it's so easy for us humans. We are such complicated beings. We just love the drama. I think, you know, we just love, Oh, life sucks. And oh, it's not fair. And they are doing this and I don't have that. And, and that is such a, bad place to be in right because we're coming from this place of lack and feeling bad and attracting more of that and often we are not aware of that we just want to play the victim and hope that someone is going to come and rescue us you know exactly yeah that's very true i just uh sent out a a, a message on that on facebook earlier today you know life is too short to deal with the drama yes. do what you love the best way you know how and let the you know and just let the rest take care of itself but you're right we as humans, we tend to get caught up in the drama and we feel like it's almost a requirement that we, you know, get involved in it. But I, I think everybody would be so much happier and so much creative if they would stop worrying about what is everyone thinking about me? What are they saying about me? And just know that, that what's, what is inside of you is really what counts. And what is inside of you was meant to be enjoyed and shared with the world. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, social media as, as great as it is. And I always talk about that. It is also, I'm, I'm taking a little diet from Facebook, especially where I feel that it's so easy to get overwhelmed and anxious looking at everybody else, what they are doing. Right. Because you constantly compare yourself to them. Oh, they have this, they're doing that, and I'm not doing that. And that, right? And you just, ooh, there's such a bad place to be in. And and so easy to get depressed and and down on yourself and discounting your wins and, and your talents, you know, thinking you're not good enough or you're just not smart enough, worrying about yourself. So what what advice would you have for people that that are, you know, stuck in they just get you know, consistently going back to that cycle of like, you know, feeling bad, feeling depressed, being beating down on themselves. What advice would you have for them to just like shift, you know, shift the, the, the way they're going to a different journey to a, like a happier path? Well, other than put down the phone, 
I have a mantra um, that I don't say out loud all the time, but I, I do keep it close to my heart. And that is, I know that I am a deserving, capable individual. I am enough and I am loved. And I know that all good things come to me as long as I allow them into my life. And once you get into a, a state of mind where you understand that you are, you're enough. Yeah, you don't have to worry about what anybody else thinks. And because nobody, nobody walks in your shoes. Nobody has your experiences. So stop worrying about what other people are thinking. Just understand that you are a worthy, wonderful individual with so much to offer to this world. And that good, your good, which means, you know, everything that the universe wants to throw at you is just waiting for you to allow it into your life. And if you stop worrying about the other stuff and you allow yourself the position of going, all good things come to me and just allow it in and sit back and relax into that knowing, then it comes, you know, it comes at the most surprising times sometimes, but it comes because that's, that's what the universe wants is just for you to have your good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think a lot of us, the biggest problem we face is that we subconsciously or unconsciously, actually unconsciously block ourselves by living in the now in the reality, right? If, if things are not as good right now, it's easy to say, oh, things are great. <laughs> Everything is coming to me. But if you cannot say that because we always want, oh, if I have this, then I can be happy, right? If I have the money, then I can be happy. If I have that job or that partner. But the trick is to feel that, like you said, feel that fulfillment, that happiness first, because that will bring the good to us, that, yeah. that state of mind, right? Because we're all energy. Yeah, and, and also stop, you know, there's a difference between living from your past and learning from your past. Mm. A lot of us tend to get stuck in the, oh, you know, I, I, I didn't do that very well and, and, and start, start the road down to the belittling ourselves and, and, and so on. But, and then getting stuck in all of that. But, you know, there's something in the back of your head, I, got, I like to call it ego, that does not like change because change can be scary. Yes. So if you're focused on it's being it's scary, that's usually because something happened in the past to make you think that it's like. Um, but in fact, what the ego is supposed to do is just warn you. You know, like you put your your hand on the on the hot stove, and you find out that's not a good thing, and then you go to do it again. Your brain says, "No, wait, don't do that. Remember what happened last time." Well, the unknown is kind of like that. It's your brain kind of stops you because, well, remember what happened last time you tried to do that. It wasn't very successful and you're not going to be happy. Why don't you just stay here in your misery? You know, at least, you know, at least you're comfortable with it. You know what it is and, and it, and it could be worse, you know, but, but if you, if you get out of that stuck mode of living in all those past failures or those past not good enough or those past, what other people are thinking and saying about you, and just learn from it and move forward and try and let it go, which is hard sometimes. It's very hard sometimes. But if you can let it go and 
step forward, even one tiny step into what you are looking to do in the future, that's, uh, that's a huge accomplishment. Um, not saying that all people need to get done. All people don't need to be experts in what their passions are at the get-go. You know, it's all a learning process and it's all, and it's a journey, you know, and enjoy the, the little, the little things that you do along the way that bring you joy, that make you think, wow, I did that pretty good, right? And stop yeah. worrying about the past. You know, let, let the past take care of itself. You've got a future to live. Absolutely. And I think it's good to see the things that didn't work because, it, or even it's even good to sometimes not feel good, right? Because that gives me the contrast. That lets me know that, okay, this does not feel good. <laughs> Why? Right. Right? Like, okay, we, we need changes right now because I'm not in alignment. And if I'm not in alignment, I'm going down the wrong path because there's nothing. I'm just going to, you know, when you get really mad and you just buy into it, sometimes it feels good. I think it's good to release that, right? But it's so easy to just get into that mode and then everything else starts to happen. This breaks down and that breaks down and this person can't, you know, it's all, it's, it's this, what's it called? The domino effect, you know? Right, and you tend to blame it on bad luck or bad yeah. juju, whatever it is. Yeah. But it's, you know, I don't think there's anything, I don't believe in coincidence. I believe that, that things happen for a reason. Absolutely. And if you're allowing those bad things into your life, well, that's the reason they're happening is because, well, let's see. If, uh, if you continue to say, oh, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, what do you think is going to happen? You get sick, right? Yes. Because that's what you're hyper-focused on. But if you focus on, I'm moving forward and I'm really having a great time with my life. And yeah, I've made a few mistakes and I'm learning from them, but I'm going to move forward and have a wonderful life and just allow it to, to take place. Then, then so much the better. Try, try feeling bad while you're smiling. <laughs> yes, that is, <laughs> I love that. Absolutely. You know? just putting a smile on your face changes your energy. It does. And your state of mind exactly. it does. Yeah. So you have to look at those, those little things that you think may not have any consequence, whatever, but there, there are so many little things that can just bring you joy that you can really focus on and open up so that all of the rest of the good that's waiting, that's piled behind it, waiting to come in yeah. are, can do that, you know? Yeah. You know, I think it's also a great experiment, right? If you don't believe in it, some people are like, ah, oh, it's all just bullshit, like the law of attraction and stuff. But I always say like, you know, first of all, I think we're lazy, right? And I'm guilty of that too. I have, you know, vision boards. I have affirmations that I sometimes totally don't look at, right? That's another kind of we holding. We are so in our own way in so many ways, right? But what a great experiment to say, you know what? I don't believe in this and now I'm going to, because we love to prove people wrong, right? So you could, right. you could just play that game with yourself where you say, well, you know what, for 30 days, I'm going to do this affirmation every day. I'm going to put myself in a feel good state and I've, I've come from a place of gratitude and see what happens. That would be a really great experiment, right? To just see, okay, did things actually get better or you still, you know, because we, we love to doubt. We love to, we, we want to, if we can't see it, we don't want to believe it, right? And also, mm -hmm. gratification, we want everything right now. But right. you can put like a plant, you don't, you don't plant a, a, a tree and see the tree coming up tomorrow. That's not going to happen, right? It needs time. It needs nurturing and watering and the good soil. 
so it's it's such we are such interesting complex creatures <laughs> we just need yes. to effortless you know yes so so here here's a good exercise that you don't really you know some people say 30 day, uh, 30 days i don't know if i can do that for 30 right. days I, yes. I, just, I just need to worry about now yes. okay so go out and look at find find three things that bring you a great deal of joy today yeah and see how that affects you and then tomorrow see what comes you know but you the the important thing is you have to remain open to it if yes. you block yourself off from it it's you're and you're blocking it off you, yeah. you've cut the cord no energy is coming in no good is coming in and it's just going to be the same old crud yeah. so you really have to be cognizant of what you're thinking and you have to be you have to understand that we're put on this place, on this plane, plane for a purpose. And the purpose is, in my opinion, to have a joyous, wonderful, happy life and to enjoy the journey. And, to find, and also, I think inherently, um, there's, there's always a desire for more. Of Not course. necessarily keeping up with the Joneses type thing, you know, the toys, but knowing more and experiencing more and just expanding our own consciousness to where where it's it just becomes a a a happy thought after a happy thought after a happy thought you know that just affects the rest of our lives and and when we're happy look at the people around us how they become affected you know mm -hmm. somebody with a great deal of of, of magnetism or emotion or just really up all the time you know they walk into a conference room where people are moaning and groaning and then instantly the energy raises and people start to follow along with that so you know it's possible you just have to understand what you're thinking and and where it's coming from you know happiness is definitely contagious absolutely yeah. Yeah. and you you can easily shift in energy in a room, which I so love, because you're right. If somebody walks in like complaining, it's so easy for everybody else to just chime in. Oh yeah, and this and that, right? Like it's misery loves company. Let's have a pity party. And the opposite is also true. So why not do the opposite, right? Because life, like you said, life is not meant to be a struggle. Life is not meant to be hard. And we like to make it hard all the time. Um, I find for myself actually meditating so helpful, you know, yeah. Being still, for me, it's really hard because I always, I'm such a doer, do, do, do. But I'm learning that sometimes you just have to do nothing but sit still and breathe and, and go into that space in that, we call it the vortex in, in that alignment, right? Where now I can start my day. Now I'm in the right state of mind versus coming from desperation, from fear, from worry. Because people, the number one I think reason people are so sick in this world is they worry about money. You know, money is a big one. Money, and then yeah. I guess the second one would be, I guess, love, like relationships, but and loneliness. But I think the first and foremost biggest problem is like money, and it's money's energy too. <laughs> yes, it is. You know, and it's the same. It's the same thing. If you're always walking around saying, "I don't have enough," "I don't have enough." then that's what you're focused on and you're not allowing the energy to come in that will allow you to move forward and have more. Exactly. Yeah. It is so true. Do you meditate? I meditate as not every day like I should, but I do. I meditate. 
I journal um, pretty much every day, and I highly recommend that. Um, there was a there was a book out there I used to teach from called The Artist's Way, and that's oh, when I first got into yes. it. Yes. And they, the author calls I've forgotten her name. You lovely, um, lovely lady. Julian. Uh, she called Julian it Cameron. Julian Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. She called it morning pages. Yes. I like to call it whatever time of day you're doing it pages. Uh, for some people, it's it's great to do it at night before bed because you're downloading all the crap that happened during the day and allowing yourself a good night's sleep and maybe the creative juices to come in so when you wake up, you're refreshed and you're ready to go on some exciting project. Uh, in the morning is fine if you have the time. During the middle of the day, for crying out loud, I, I journal at lunchtime sometimes because it just helps me get out of my way and to focus on all of those things that I want to be focusing on instead of being stuck in. But yeah, meditation, wonderful. I highly, it, it's, and sometimes it's difficult, but if you really think about it, anytime you go to the movie and you get really engrossed in the movie, that's a form of meditation. So the thought, the errant thoughts aren't coming into your head at that point because you're, you're occupied. So if you're meditating, which means sitting down, typically you think about sitting down, being quiet and just allowing you know, the quiet to, to, to enter your body, people who are beginning and even people who've done it for a long time are going to have errant thoughts just come in. And I've found that it's really helpful to just acknowledge the thought and say, thank you. I'm, gonna, I'm meditating right now. So I'm going to focus on this. And the thought goes away and allows you to get right back into where you were. Um, but that journaling and just allowing yourself the knowledge, you know, what you can do at any time to allow those good things that you know you're entitled to to come into your life, you know, and that's, and that's just aligning yourself with your intuitive self and that higher power and allowing all just to, just to flow, whether it's a chakra thing, some people will do that, whether it's just an alignment of your own consciousness to the higher consciousness or any other, any myriad of other things. I mean, that's where the that's where the saying came from, you know, to stop and smell the roses, you know. Yes, I I mean I need na for me nature like just walking my dog to me that's a state of meditation as well, you know, where we just walk around, and I try not to think of anything, you know. Even though, and the, the funny thing is, when you don't try to think of things, that's to me it, when really creative juices start to flow in because you're yeah. allowing them in, you know, you're opening up and you're allowing all these ideas to come in. And it's such a awesome state to be in because you notice all the possibilities and the, and just the freedom of, of, wow, there's so much I can do, you know, that, that could be so effortless versus just forcing things, especially in that when you are creative um, doing music or writing and journaling. I've been, so bad at my morning pages because sometimes I don't have the or I don't give myself the time because I really love my sleep. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'm like ah, because then I scribble it and I can't read anything. Even though we're not even meant to read it again, it's just like letting things out. But I find them very therapeutic as well. Yes, very very therapeutic. Um, I had a thought and then just went right out of my head. It'll come back later. <laughs> Oh, I hate when that happens. It's like, oh, that was brilliant. Where did it go? <laughs> <laughs> was it about the park, walking in the park, or being? Um... Um, I think, uh, well, you, you love walking your dog because that's what's 
calming and, and uh, peaceful for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, my dogs, uh, I have two Labradors, uh, both 85 pounds. And when I walk them, it's more of a hunt for the squirrel or the rabbit. Oh, <laughs> not, not quite as calming. <laughs> stop them from killing the squirrels. Like, no! <laughs> but it, is, it is fun to watch the older one uh, when, to, get, to get over near a bush and think she hears something and then just get up and just kind of pounce on the bush because that's where he thinks it is. Just, that's, that's fun. But, uh, yeah, and I, do, and I do love them so much. They bring so much joy. I know what I was thinking. Um, if you, unless you really, really hate children, <laughs> take a, spend a little bit of time with, with a, um, a child under the age of five and just watch how gleefully and joyfully and, and just with exuberance they do everything because that's all they know is happy, right? Yes. That's, that's, uh, that's where we're supposed to be. You know, yes. Maybe an adult version of it, but that's where we're supposed to be. And it's yeah. not that hard to get to if we just let go. Yeah. Well, it's the same with, with the voice lessons coming back to that. A baby can cry and scream for hours and not get hoarse because they do it right, <laughs> you know? And at some yeah. point we learn to not breathe right because <laughs> we're we are being taught like, shut up, be quiet, don't say this, don't say that, you know, you, you don't sound good. And there's all that chatter going on that really blocks again blocks our voice you know from our, our full potential as as a singer or even as a speaker yes that's very true mm. and and uh how many times have people been told no yes you know yeah and i think that's i think that's a big source of where people are stuck in that past negative yeah. is they hear it. They've heard it a lot, not realizing that the the very next time could be that fantastic yes that they're looking for. Yeah, it's a trigger. That that should it actually is. be a word that should not be used because it, it reminds me of when I walk my dog. So he is really um, he is a great dog, but he hates skateboards, fire trucks, so like anything loud and big. So whenever I'm by myself and I walk past like a skateboard I like I I, <laughs> I like I I react because even when he's not there he's he's conditioned me to like freak like oh uh, skateboard yeah. oh, oh I don't have him with me I'm fine you know <laughs> but it's, it's true even that little thing and I haven't had in my entire life you know so it's easy for us to pick up on little things but that that stresses us out right because now like a skateboard actually stresses me out I'm like oh oh my dog's not here. So I, I, I'm still working on him not being as reactive as he is, you know? Right. But that's a good example, right? How, right? It's just something in the brain like, wow. And that no is definitely someone saying no. They, they say like, even when you collaborate with people like in the songwriting collaboration, um, or I guess any collaboration, you should never say no to your collaborator because you're shutting things down. First of all, yeah. you may know that person so well, right? So instead of saying no, you could say, not a bad idea. What about, you know, just like finding different ways to to get, keep it going, keep the flow going and not com completely shut it off because that's a definitely a valve, shutting off the valve and like killing, killing even the vibe sometimes. 
you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Make it a brainstorming session instead of a, instead of a, I'm, I'm right. You're wrong section. Exactly. And there's no right and wrong. I feel, you know, everybody has their own reality they live in and their own opinion and rightfully so, right. Everybody has a different perspective because oftentimes it's, I, lo I love that example. Like if I show you uh, my phone and you say what your phone is like, light pink and i say no it's not that's a scream of me and my mom you're like no it's light pink well i see that well now you don't see it but i see this <laughs> side right i see this side and you see that side so we're both right. looking at the same thing but from a different angle and sometimes it looks different, on a different oh yeah angle. yeah no two people will see the same same thing the same way yeah that, that's pretty that's pretty much um, a scientific fact you know there's um even even uh, twins don't think of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches the same way <laughs> yeah, but and that's the, that's the beauty of of this of living in this plane is you know if we were all the same, goodness gracious, how boring would that be? Jesus, you know, oh my God, yes. No, no, uh, no individual thought, no creativity, just uh, everybody thinking the same thing day in and day out. It's almost like uh, George Orwell's 1984. You know? <laughs> boring. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so you know. Enjoy the enjoy the uniqueness that is you because there is no one else like you. There is no one else that thinks, sings, talks, does anything like you. And likewise, there is there is um, because there's no one like you. You're not like anybody else. So you really have to have to allow your own creativity and your own focus to to kind of move you forward. Right. And always knowing that tomorrow or like even today this moment is a new opportunity to start over, you know, because sometimes people yeah. feel that they're so far down the wrong path that my life is over. I'm, you know, I missed all my chances. No, as, for as long as you live, there's a new opportunity to do whatever you want to do, no matter what age, no matter what race, no matter what, what your background is, what your past is, you know, because you're not your past. Yeah. Well, how old was I when, when I came to, uh, voice lessons with you it must have probably five years ago so I was almost yes. 60 yeah, and, yeah there, there's no there's no right or wrong time to start it's just whenever whenever the whenever the flow takes you there you know yeah and look at you you're performing more than me <laughs> <laughs> how did that happen <laughs> It's, it's so awesome to talk to you. Like, I really love your energy. And I've, we always had so much fun at the voice lessons too, you know. So yes. I, I love that too. Like people like you, just, you really lift people up. I, I've always been, you know, looking forward to seeing you when you would come. And I'm like, oh my God, yes, Gary's coming. It's my, one of my favorite students. Because life, like you said, life is all about having fun. And yes. a lot of people forget that, you know, they're so serious. It's laugh more, you know, experience more. And I think you said before um, something about experiencing that we always want more. And I think that is not a bad thing either because that's growth. And, and for me, I always feel, oh my God, there's so much world to see. I want to travel more. And that's, that's just, I think, very natural for us to want more, whether it's money, because the more money you have, the more you can help others, right? So that's not right. a great thing. The more places and people you get to see and experience, the more you see the diversity and understand other people's cultures, you know, and lives, why they live the way they live or why they are the way they are. And at the, at the same time, I think that when people say, Oh, you know, you're German, you Germans do this and you do that. I'm like, 
but we're all just people. <laughs> people are people. And at the end of the day, we all kind of do the same thing. doesn't matter what, where you yeah. come, you know, exactly. we, we all live life. And once you get past the, once you get past the, the, um, the superficial physical, you know, attributes. I mean, if we all had our eyes closed all the time and just dealt with people just on a, on a human level. Yes. All the, all that stuff would be moved, you know? Absolutely. We would not judge because we're easily judging people by, you know, the way they dress, the way they look in general and the way they talk, obviously. Um, but the way they talk, I think not as much as just like the first impression, their look, you know, yeah. I, because if you would, if you would have like a homeless person or a homeless looking person walk up to someone versus someone really well dressed, who would they pay attention to, you know, and judge them, right? You must be a loser. You're a horrible person. And <laughs> you must be the most amazing person or successful person because success is obviously attractive, right? We all are attracted to people who are, have accomplished stuff, but you don't know the person's story that is dressed like a homeless person, you know, which right. sometimes I, I, I know that sometimes those rock stars go like, go into guitar center looking like that. So, you That's know, very true. That is very true. <laughs> sometimes the wealthiest, most successful people, because they don't give a shit anymore. They're like, I made it. I have nothing to prove. I don't have to dress up, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Life is good, and all you have to do is just allow it to be that way. You know. Great last words. I was gonna say, do you have any last wise words of advice for anyone who who you know is is looking to change their story, and that's what it's all about, right? Like the stories that bind us. We have all gone through, like you. You know, that's a pretty intense story. We all have gone through things that have hurt us. And then it's really up to us on how we're turning things around and how we keep going because there's so much life to live and there's so much hope. And also there's so much purpose. And some people, I think they haven't found that purpose yet, you know, or that their meaning or even their passion, you know, and got to do Right. And, and some people have a passion and they've decided to go on to something else that they find even more intriguing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. You know, um, I, I have a, I have a, it, it, I call it a, this ain't it syndrome. You know, when you're, when you're doing something that you think is, you know, the cat's meow and it turns out not to be that way. Well, just because this ain't it doesn't mean something else isn't going to float your boat. You know, it's, it's all about exploring and, and learning and growing into that next adventure. I love that. This ain't it. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Well, where can people find you? Um, you can, um, me or the book. <laughs> you and the book. You and the book. Um, you can, you can contact, well, I am, I'm on Facebook, Jerry, Jerry Reiki. Just get the spelling right. R E I C H E and Jerry with a G. Um, Instagram, um, if you want to email me, it's jerryreike at gmail.com. And you know what? I'll even um, email me first, and I'll even let you have my phone number so you can contact me in person if you want. 
But, uh, but the book is on Amazon. It's through uh, Balboa Press, Hay Publications, uh, Barnes & Noble, any place you want to order it, it's it's there. And if you want me to, you know, send, if you're close, I'll come over to your house and sign it. If you want to send it to me and sign it, I'll be happy to do that too. But um, just focus on what's on the content of the book if you are interested in moving forward and and it really is an introspective and it is a journey that you will go on to find out all about yourself and how to move forward. So um, it does take a little bit of work, but it's a fairly short read and intensive and it, I, it will help. It will, it will certainly help. And if um, you need to get a hold of me, get a hold of me. You can even, you can even go through Jacqueline at this, uh, at this um, location to, uh, to get a hold of me if you need to. Okay, great, great. And you do do public speak, speaking as well, right? Is there anything coming up where you speaking that people may be able to see you? Um, nothing currently, but um, uh, any anything that I have planned will be on will be on Facebook on on Facebook through events, right? Okay, great. Well, it was so nice talking to you. Thank you so much for being on the show. You are such an amazing guy, and I'm so glad we reconnect it, you know, because yeah. you do so many great things and I have to come out and hear you sing and maybe join in. That'd be fun. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. I'd love to have you there. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Just let uh, me know. You, I'll, 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 I won't introduce you and embarrass you as my guest, but I'd love for the rest, <laughs> I'd love for the rest of the, of the, of the group to meet you because they're just awesome people just like you are. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. We'll talk very soon. You have an amazing week. And again, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Jacqueline. Have All a right. great one. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. I know you have a busy life and you have lots of other things to do. So I appreciate you taking the time out to check out my podcast and listen to my guests. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, please give me some feedback. And if you'd like to be on my podcast or you know someone who might be interesting to be interviewed, um, hit me up on all social media platforms, Jacqueline Van Geert. And as always, you have an amazing, fantastic week. And I'll leave you with a song of mine. I'll talk to you next week.
the very thing I 